Hey everybody, and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend on Spotify or wherever you guys are listening to the podcast. I am the host, Josh Sanchez, and the purpose of Your Spiritual Best Friend is to connect spirituality, mental health, and astrology all in one because it's important for everyone to realize that we are all on our own spiritual journey at the end of the day. So the more we open up, the more we are able to connect with each other and grow as a collective society. So sit back and relax and enjoy your spiritual best friend. Hey everybody and welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode talks about the story of Carrie Smith. Carrie is the founder and CEO of Infinite Solutions, a company focusing and trying to help people transform into their better selves. Carrie also talks about her journey and what led her to create her book Behind the Screen, which is a seven-step lifetime system of transformations to really help readers become their real authentic selves. Carrie is very open and I really enjoyed our conversation about relationships, what it takes to transform and to become our better selves. We also get into astrology as well. And you guys can check out all of Carrie's work and her book by clicking in the links in the show description. And like always, guys, if you guys can please like, rate, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, your ratings and subscriptions will help boost the podcast overall. But without further ado, here is my conversation with Carrie. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend. I am your host, Josh Sanchez, and I'm here with a very special guest, Carrie. Carrie, how are you doing today, and what's going on? Joshua, I'm doing amazing. I'm so excited to be on here talking about this inspirational, empowering information to share with your audience. So I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Yeah, and, and same here. You, the energy is matched. Like I'm very excited. I I I first I want to say like I really appreciate you reaching out and wanting to come on the podcast and to really start us off when it comes to the podcast and all that fun stuff. Describe to me like your journey. Like I know you you're very passionate when it comes to helping others. Where did that passion really stem from for from you? Did it start in childhood or did you just have like an epiphany? Where did that passion really start for you? That's an interesting question. Um I believe it started when I started to research kind of the fundamentals of the universe and learning about the power of our minds and the power of our just mind body soul connection and that's when it started. <laughs> I'll tell you, I read this book called The Power of Intention by Dr. Wayne Dyer. And that was the first book I read that started me kind of on my spiritual journey and researching the fundamentals of the universe. And once I started to understand and learn the stuff that they don't teach us in school, that's when I was like, wow, I want to share this with the world. Like, I think it was during my own personal development journey when I started to look for some self-help and ways to, you know, help my depression, anxiety, you know, I'm a single mother. So I've raised my son on my own since he was born. He's now 15. So I went through a lot of struggles in life. And when I started to research kind of how we can harness our own power, that's when it was like, wow, I just want to, I want to teach this to the masses. 
Wow. And I want to say credit to you, Carrie, for, for taking those steps into really wanting to improve yourself, you know, and, and to really just help you get through that time. Cause like we all know in life, we are going to go through challenges. The universe works in very mysterious ways on how it gives us challenges. So now that you described a little bit, like that was really like your moment where you really wanted to start like in that passion and that fuel to really work on yourself and then also help others. Where has that really like led you now? Because I, I've seen like your story now, you've written a book and you've, you're doing like a lot of work when it comes to helping people and being a good motivational speaker. Describe to me that journey. How has that been for you? Oh, so I left corporate America. I I'm I grew in my career. I went from a customer service representative to a general manager of a hundred million dollar manufacturing facility. And it was just kind of like I got to this point where money and a title wasn't a driving factor for me anymore. And it was really just about what what is why are we really here and how can we improve ourselves and have a ripple effect in the universe to help transform, you know, what's going on in our world today, especially for our kids. I mean, you know, there's a law of cause and effect. Whatever caused the problems that we're dealing with now, our kids have to deal with the effects of that. So, you know, I started, I went out to LA and I studied under Mary Morrissey and I became a certified life mastery consultant and I connected with so many other transformational spiritual thought leaders from around the world. And just that power of connection and community has just helped me drive my career forward. So now I help my clients overcome limiting beliefs, really connect to their true power and and take action on their dreams. Because I think most people were conditioned, we're conditioned to think and feel ways that are disempowering and you know it, it holds us back from really living our life full on and on purpose. I like to say live your dream and wear your passion and I try to do that every single day. And it's it's just it's amazing. Yeah, Carrie, and, and I will say you've made a lot of like great points. One of the parts that really stuck to me with your last answer was you mentioned how we all have like things that limit us from doing the things that we really want to do. And that leads me right to my next question. So let's say like you have like a new client or someone is just approaching to you and they're, and they're stuck. They're really struggling with trying to find that passion and really trying to find that spark. What would you do to really help them regain that spark and to get them on that right path? So I think we all need to understand the power of our mind. That is the first thing that we need to understand is we have a subconscious mind and a conscious mind. The subconscious mind operates our bodies 95% of the time. It keeps our heart beating. It allows us to breathe. It regulates our body temperature. But it also is the place that stores our experiences, memories, emotions from the past. And what we might not realize is from zero to seven, children are in a theta brainwave frequency. And this is basically a download. So everything the child's exposed to in the outside environment is downloaded into their subconscious program, which I like to call this a supercomputer in our head. The subconscious is like a computer program. So what's been downloaded from your childhood into adolescence and young adulthood will continue to replay in the back of your mind 
oftentimes unconsciously. So we grow up into adults who, you know, have been conditioned to believe certain things about ourselves, about the world around us. And those can have an effect on our results in life because we act based on our beliefs and our values, right? Well, sometimes we have faulty programs that have been installed in our supercomputer and we have to become aware of those faulty programs and understand that we can reprogram our mind. So in my book behind the screen, I teach a seven-step lifetime line system of transformation. Sounds like a really long word, right? So your lifetime line is from birth until today. I'm 40 years old, so I have 40 years of experience, memories, emotions that I've processed. Well, I have to get conscious and curious of some things that might not be serving me, my family, you know, my career in my life today. So that's step one is to start to notice those things that might not be serving you or where you might be unhappy. So if you feel stuck, if you feel like you can't you know, find your purpose, let's get curious and start to think about, well, how do I normally think on a daily basis? Okay. Now we think over 60,000 thoughts, 80% of those are negative and 95% are from the past. Hence the reason why I'm trying to explain the subconscious program, because if we don't understand that, then we can never go back into that download and try to rewire the circuitry that's been running, you know, on autopilot automatically, and it might be limiting us. So we need to get conscious and curious about those limiting beliefs so that we can determine their inception point. Why do I even have these thoughts and feelings? And then identify that, hey, this is not the way I want to think and feel because it's causing me to act or react in particular circumstances and situations that are having a negative effect on my results. So I'm going to start to notice that way of thinking, and then you can learn how to reprogram or repattern your way of thinking in every present moment. And when you do so, you gain the power and the ability to really take control at the wheel of life. Wow, Karen. And I will say first, when it comes to like experiences and like we, we just like we absorb everything, you know, especially when we're children and even when we get older and like we're taught and we're conditioned to behave a certain way. And like you said, it's really up to us to be mindful of the way that we behave first is like a really good like first step. So that way you're able to identify and understand like your own thoughts and your own behaviors and then that's where you can really reflect. And then you'll be like, all right, like, let's, I need to change this. I need to work on this. So as I was hearing your answer, so like that leads me right to my next question. So like now that we acknowledge and we are able to identify like our thoughts and some of our like behaviors that we need to work on, what is really like that next step? You've identified and understood like you've been behaving a certain way or conditioned a certain way for 40 years, you know, and to immediately change. I know that takes a lot of time and a lot of work. So that just led me right to my next question when it comes to the next steps we take. So I'll, I'll kind of talk about the seven step life timeline system of transformation. So step one is I'm going to tag it. I'm going to tag my unconscious behavior pattern or self-sabotaging habit, right? I'm going to tag it. That's that's basically I'm aware 
that this is happening. Now, step two is to go back in your memory bank in that you know, faulty program and determine when was the first time that I was exposed to this way of thinking, feeling, or behaving? When, when did I observe this? Okay. When was its inception point in my lifetime line? And you can usually go back to childhood, adolescence at some point in time. And so that's step two is to remember it. We got to understand where these things came from in order to uninstall them. Step three is to feel it. Everything's energy. We are energetic beings having a human experience. And when you look at quantum physics and quantum mechanics, everything's vibrating at a certain frequency down to the subatomic particle perspective. There's waves of probability out here. You know, electrons can be in multiple places all at once. This stuff just drives me down the rabbit hole. (laughs) And it's based on our observation that turns that wave of probability into a particle of creation. So, Understanding that everything's energy, a lot of times we don't process those feelings or emotions from the past that need to be processed, okay? So we want to feel the way that we felt at this point in time, gain awareness around that. Step four is to flip it, okay? We walk around life with our blinders on. And we think that everyone else is responsible for the problems and I might not contribute or we don't see things from someone else's perspective. Everything in life is about your perspective. I believe your perspective shapes your reality. So if you're seeing this particular situation from back then with blinders on, take them off and look at the situation from someone else's perspective. I'll give you a for instance. My father. My parents got divorced when I was eight, when I was younger and our family split up. Okay. I write about this in my book. I tell really, I actually share my stories of struggle to teach this system of transformation to the readers. So my father got upset when my mom went back to work and she would wear skirts and he would get very upset and they'd yell while he'd yell. And, um, it was, it was scary to me as a little girl. That's the reason why they got divorced. And I flipped the perspective in sharing this story to say, you know, I never met my grandpa, but from what I understand, my father's father was a mean old German. This is what they said. (laughs) And that he, you know, him and my grandmother came over on the boat from Germany. She never got a job. She had eight kids to raise. She never got a driver's license. Like that's just the environment and the conditioning. So my father grew up in that environment and became conditioned to think that women should stay home probably and take care of the kids. So when my mother went out and got a job and then started wearing skirts, of course, his program went ding, 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 and this isn't okay. And so they fought and that ended up splitting up my family. But I can't fault my father for his faulty programs that were passed down to him as well. So that's why it's my mission to help people raise their level of consciousness, awareness to, you know, understand that we don't have to continue to pass these faulty programs down to our children. We have to stop the cycle. So flipping the perspective can help you see a situation from a different light. Okay. Step five is to release it. Those emotions from the past will continue to follow you in your biofield and your energy body forever until you release them. 
And there's a ton of different ways to release energy. And those, I write a whole chapter of that in the book. Once you release it, you move on to step six, which is reprogram. And that's reprogramming your mind. So I teach you how to do that. And then step seven is to resonate in the energy of that which you want to manifest because everything's energy. So that's the long and short of the seven step system of transformation, but it works. (laughs) Yeah, Carrie, first I want to say, I really appreciate that you are very open to sharing your perspectives because I really think it's important for us to continue to share our perspectives in order for us to be more mindful so that way we can all grow as a collective. And just to add to your point, my parents split when I was at a very young age too. And similar to you where it's like, and until I started to realize like their perspectives and how they were raised, like I was kind of in this mindset where it's like, why would you do this to me? Or, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, like, cause you know, when you're young, like that's what you think, you know? And then similar to you, like I started to realize how my abuelo raised my father and then how that programming was 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 passed down. And then it's sort of just like, just to add, like for you, you, you like to call it like the, like the programming that gets transformed. I like to say like generational trauma. So it's the same thing, just, gener- just different turns. So it's like the trauma that manifests from generation to generation. So I first want to say, Credit to you, Carrie, for for being so open with sharing your perspective, because I think that's very powerful. And just from someone listening to your story, I can definitely empathize and relate in some ways when it comes to like parents splitting up and how like that would that puts a lot of pressure on us, you know, and it's a lot of pressure on us to to realize this generational programming or generational trauma. And we need to be able to identify that and be like, you know what, like. Like, no, like I'm going to do a completely different. I, now that I understand the perspectives, now let's grow and let's work on it. So I first want to commend you, Carrie, for being open to sharing. So to your point, I think that we need to open up and share our stories so that we can realize that, hey, I'm not alone in my perspective and I might not be alone, but that's the thing is I say people hide behind the screen. And that's a lot of what my book is about. It's talking about all of these things that we struggle with as people in our humanness that we don't talk about, right? Because, you know, judgment, criticism, whatever you think, you know, what this person will think of me or that person, we're really all the same. We're all seeking the same thing. We all want love, right? We all want to be loved and respected, but we, we have these walls and I think we need to break down the walls, get behind the screen. We're just a collective. So that honestly, that just leads me right to my next question as well. Cause you know, like it's like getting your head behind the screen. And, and my question for you is, has there ever been moments in your life, you know, where you kind of struggled with trying to like, like you said, like put your head behind the screen and being able to share your story. Cause I, I know for myself, I definitely have had moments like before I made this podcast and stuff, like I did have moments where I did struggle with like opening up and trying to. So that just leads me right to my next question for you. Like, did you ever have those moments? Yes, all the time. And it took me four years to write this book. One year I gave up because it was like 2020, it was hard. There was things going on. Um, But I just knew it was, I, I know this is my calling. I know this is my purpose. So I didn't stop. But here's the truth. Behind my screen, I deal with negative self talk a lot. 
which I think a lot of people do. So, so I share my truth. I am so vulnerable in my book. I share that when I was the, in college, I sold drugs. And I have been a highly successful woman in corporate America. And for me to share that truth is still very scary to me. But I'm owning my truth because I believe that I want to lead people in a direction of overcoming their past and, you know, just letting it out there to say, we all make mistakes and we all get stuck in these dark places, but it's, it's, it, we're able to rise above that. And that's the beauty. Like that's the transformation that I want to share. So yes, it, I'll, I'll never forget when I, <laughs> when I held the book in my hands for the first time, I was sitting there with my boyfriend and I said, okay, I'm just going to open up a page and I'm going to read you a paragraph of it. And I started reading the paragraph and I was like, okay, never mind. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and then I, I like looked at him like with deer in the headlight looks and I'm like, people are going to read this. <laughs> I can't believe people are actually going to read this. Like maybe I shared too much truth. Um, so if you really want a really good book to read that's raw and real and uncut, get behind the screen <laughs> and it just might help transform your life. So, yes. Have you guys heard about Anchor by Spotify as being the easiest way to make a podcast? Let me explain. It's free. Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Best of all, when even hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, like I said before, Anchor is totally free. So pick up your phones, laptops, or whatever you use and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I hope to hear your podcast. Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by Podcash as a collaboration between Racket and Stir. Podcast gave away over $100,000 to up-and-coming podcasters as a way to support insanely creative and inspiring podcasters. We know how difficult it can be to get a podcast off the ground and running, but with Podcast, it's a great way to get cash, and best of all, it's all free for your podcast. So if podcasting has been on your to-do list or you're already a podcaster, Go to podcast.com to stay up to date with future podcast happenings. That's again, podcast.com, P-O-D-C-A-S-H.com. I hope to see your future podcast. Hey guys, since you made it this far into the podcast, 
why not drop a rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you guys listen to the podcast. And if you guys really like the podcast and really want to follow it, send it to a friend, family member, or anyone else that would really impact from listening to the podcast. Like I mentioned before, your subscriptions and your follows and everything would mean a lot to the podcast and help boost the podcast overall. So I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast and continue to enjoy your spiritual best friend. Yeah, Carrie, and and I I just want to add too, like power to you for you know writing that book, you know, and and to be able to be so vulnerable because there's going to be a lot of people that do read your book, and you know, and, and they're going to be able to relate, and like you said, like that's the power of vulnerable storytelling as well, you know. Once we're able to open up, then we then we're able to at least there's so many new possibilities and your book and stuff. I bet you your book has taken you to a lot of different perspectives in which like you haven't even you didn't even realize it would take. Yes. I mean, in writing about it, I, I had to process trauma still that I didn't realize that as I'm writing was resurfacing. In fact, I remember writing, it was 8 2020 at 8 21 PM. And I took a picture of it and it's actually documented in the book of this is the moment in time that I became aware of this as I'm writing to you. And I actually told about steps that I was taking in that moment to overcome my own trauma that was coming up for me during writing the book. So it's pretty, pretty incredible. Yeah, definitely, Carrie. And and I want to say again, just I commend you for being able to be so open and to share because it's, it's very important at the end of the day. But let's transition a little bit. I know we talked a lot about like your journey, like what led you to your book and motivational speaking slash all that stuff, you know, that passion to really help others. Relationships are a big part of our lifetime, you know, like, like you said earlier, like we are energy, you know, and we feed off of each other's energy. What's when it comes to relationships, what are some qualities that you really look for in like a friendship or even like a romantic partner? Honesty and integrity and trust. Those are, those are the biggest ones. I mean, we have to be honest with ourselves and others. And, you know, I'll say for, for the romantic piece, because I spent so many years searching for love and yearning for love, that will never come until you love yourself. And we people, millions of people struggle with just that self-love and compassion for me and, you know, filling your own cup because you can't give from an empty cup. And then also we have these voids. We all have voids inside of ourselves. And it's like we look to the external environment, to others, to fill the voids in us. You know, maybe we're looking for love because we feel this void, but, you know, no one and nothing is going to fill the void inside you. That's, that's your own inner work to do. And so I think it's just truly important to really you know, spend time with yourself and learn to forgive yourself, love yourself, fill your own cup before, you know, you look for someone else to fill your cup, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, Carrie, it it definitely makes sense. Uh, I know for me, I've definitely been in relationships where I did try and seek out my missing parts that were inside of myself, you know, into 
my partner. So as I was hearing your answer, like I really like the visualization as well of the of the empty cup. You know, you can't give on an empty cup. You need to be able to fill yourself up, love yourself with love, compassion, empathy, all of that stuff. And then you'll be able to have healthy relationships. So I think I think it's spot on. But is there anything else you would like to add when it comes to relationships? Because I know in your book, ha- have you mentioned any part about relationships in your book as well? It's all, it's all in there. Um, you know, I, my first relationship, I dated a guy when I was 14 to 23, we were together nine years. Um, it was actually an interracial relationship. My family disowned me. Um, so I really had no sense of family growing up and he cheated on me, the guy. So I went through a lot of, um, it was an emotional roller coaster to say the least. And I, I had to work a lot later on in life of letting that stuff go, you know, that hurt, that pain, that heartbreak and, and learning how not to manifest that same relationship over and over again. Cause I think that spiritually or energetically, whatever it is, karmically, we have to connect to our power within and become more self-aware so that we stop repeating these stories. Because, you know, I'm a woman and I'll say I like the bad guys, right? And that's like something you'll always hear women say, oh, I just attract the bad guys. Well, listen up, ladies, let's get curious as to why you continue to attract the bad guys. Because I can guarantee there's a little void in you that needs to be filled. And when you do that, you'll stop attracting those emotionally exhausting relationships. And that's why, you know, the subconscious program, that programming from childhood is it's, you got to go back there and clean up the mess (laughs) or else you'll continue to carry it into your present momentness. Even just to take it a little step further, like uh, I've been studying a lot about like psychology topics. I want to be a counselor. And also I've been learning more about astrology along the way too. Um, There's also like certain aspects like of astrology. So I know like cancer energy, Scorpio energy, a lot of like water energy, like they're very emotionally in tune and they, and they have like this need to like caretake, you know, and like, like that, like that, like nurturing energy, you know? So when you are a nurturer, you know, you attract people that, you know, need nurturing. And that's where, like you said, Carrie, like, like those relationships tend to form, you know, where it's like, you have one partner that really focuses on the nurturing and caretaking, but they need to fill their cups within them within themselves. But if they don't, they end up finding partners, you know, where they try and, and fill that void for them, you know, and, and, and all that fun stuff too. So just to take it a step further, as I was hearing your answer, I was like, yeah, there's definitely some like psychological as well. And like this, that energy to, to nurture, you know, and try to caretake. Yeah, and I I believe we live in a holographic universe and it's just a mirror. Everything in our life is like a mirror. Your screen is a mirror. So the screen is your lens of life. It's how you view other people. It's how you view yourself. And it really is a mirrored reflection. So I say we have these mirrored reflections and perceptions and the matrix of it all. And so it's learning how to navigate the duality of the positive and negative energy, the life energy, and just the essence that our being, our state of being in every present moment. So 
we will continue to manifest the same types of stories until we get or evolve spiritually to the level of having the awareness to stop maybe resonating on that frequency. I just want to say again, I, I really appreciate your openness as well to share not only like your personal experiences, but relationship experiences as well, because I know it can definitely be a great challenge. I, I know it. And for me, it's taken a lot of therapy work to, to be able to be open and be vulnerable with sharing credit to you as well. I just want to first say as well, cause it does take a lot of work. It's like, like we talked about earlier, those steps that we need to take there. It's not, it's easier said than done. But just transitioning a little bit, I know we talked a lot about like relationships and your journey so far, and I've really appreciated your openness and, and the way how you just want to help, help people and find, and find that passion in others and all that fun stuff. When it comes to astrology, how has your overall relationship been with astrology? I know you said in the beginning, like you were able to look, once you're able to look spiritually, you were able to take those steps forward. What is your overall relationship with, with astrology in general? Well, I think that the sun and moon and everything is all interconnected. We're woven and our ancient ancestors look to the stars and to the gods and, you know, the moon. I want to learn more about it. I think it's amazing. And even the cycles, you know, when there's a new moon and a full moon, like I, I'm also an empath too. So your energy, you just feel you know? And so, yeah, astrology is amazing. So spread some light on us. Yeah, definitely as well. And how we're going to start off this, our, our astrology discussion. Um, I always have my guests when we come on, I always like to share it. the website. It's called thehoroscope.co. So if you're just learning and want to figure out like, what, like how does my planets and how does my signs interact with each other? You just Google your sun and moon, and then it gives you a little bit of like a reading and stuff. So Carrie, as I give you your reading, just let me know how you feel about it overall. So you're a Capricorn sun with a Scorpio moon, and it says a savvy personality. Detached and resourceful, the Capricorn sun Scorpio moon personality will keep calm under the most difficult of situations. So positives for your sun and moon combination can be very affectionate, can be tenacious, and very serious at times. Negatives can be a little bit too aggressive sometimes. Perfect partner, someone who stands by their principles and decisions, and word of advice for your sun and moon combination, try to be less moralistic and critical of some people. So as I give you positives, negatives, perfect partner, and advice, I know it's a lot in a short period of time, but what are some thoughts that come to mind? I'm very tenacious. And, um, sometimes I can be called aggressive <laughs> because I just, I'm me and that that's all there is to it. Um, but I agree with the partner part, um, keeping calm under certain circumstances. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> I'm learning, <laughs> but it was, it was pretty good. Yeah. And, and just to add, Carrie, as well, like as we evolve to like certain aspects of our astrology chart tend to change as well. Um, but from our conversation, you seem very calm, you know, like you have like your book and you're able to you're so comfortable with sharing your experiences. And that takes a lot of calmness, too, you know, because you got to be able to because when we share our experiences, we can be very anxious, you know, and that can really take a toll. So I, I, 
I will I will counter your point and say, you know what? I think you're actually quite calm, Carrie, from our first conversation. Okay, I'll I'll go with that. <laughs> I've I've done a lot of work through the years. Yeah, definitely, you know, and and that just shows you again like your growth from where you started from to where you are today. But just to add a little bit when it comes to astrology, I have one more thing. So I've been recently, I've been learning a lot about like planets and like their overall meanings. And I've also been learning about houses and the importance of like houses as well. So when I looked at your chart, you have four placements. So there's seven planets. There's like the big seven. So you have your sun sign, moon sign, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn. These seven planets are all ruled under certain signs. So like the sun sign is... uh. Leo rules the sun. For the moon, Cancer rules the moon. For Mercury, it's Gemini and Virgo. For Venus, it's Taurus and Libra. For Mars, it's Scorpio and Aries. And for for Jupiter, for Jupiter, it's Sagittarius. And then for Uranus, it's Capricorn and Aquarius. So like once like your planets, you know, like they, it's kind of, I'm trying to describe it a little bit. Like the planets each have like certain values and meanings. That's pretty much what I'm trying to say. So when I look at your chart, Carrie, your moon sign, your Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn are all in your second house. So your second house is that's the house of possessions and like material things. So like money, internal motivation, um, all that stuff. So you have a lot of Scorpio and Libra energy. And the fact that you have four placements in one house can show like a lot of the clashes because Saturn is more like responsibility and hard work and determination. Jupiter is the opposite of Saturn. Jupiter's like, like, you know what? Like we're free, you know, like we're free spirited. Like I'm going to like, keep doing this, keep doing that. And then Mars is like the planet of aggression or like assertiveness, you know? So like putting yourself out there. So I, I can see in this house, when it comes to like money, when it comes to like internal motivation, when it comes to like overall like material possessions you have like a mixture of clashes so you have your you have your one side where it's like i want to push myself you know and i want to i want to like take the next challenge you know and, and like this intensity because scorpio is ruled by mars and your moon is in mars and that emotional intensity rules your world a little bit and then you also have another side where it's like now nah, like with hard work and dedication you know or like oh like i cannot take these these chances you know so like i can see the the conflicts in that one house. Um, as I'm describing it, just let me know, how do you feel? Because I am still in the learning process of it, but I just want to see how you're overall feeling when it comes to that. I think I'm sitting in this house. <laughs> no, for real, what you're saying right now is like, like this is the house that I live in right now is a very, very, very big house for my son and I, but I bought it because there's a in-law suite for my mother so I have like a 4,800 square foot house for really my son and I, it's way too big. Um, but it was like my dream house. And so I'm in my dream office. This is the vision room I'm in. I created it. But at the same time, I'm like all the time conflicted of, I don't need this big house and it's too much work. And then I have to like do this and this, but it's what I wanted, but then it's really not. And so, yeah, that makes perfect sense. How do I fix it? <laughs> um so when it comes to like how do you fix it you know it's just more it, it comes into like that 
internal, like you said, like the internal reflection, you know, and just coming at peace when it comes to like what you did, you know, like, so like for you, like you've had this dream house envisioned, envisioned and you put so much hard work and dedication to it. So now it's just like, let's appreciate it, you know, because like you said, like you've had that dream at a young age, this is the dream house that you wanted. So now that you've taken those steps and you've done the internal reflection, now it's time to just appreciate it. And it's that Saturn that it's uh the, the part of you that says like, oh, like this house is not, you know, like I could have made it a little smaller or something like that. That's the Saturn planet because Saturn is more, is all about responsibility, father time, working hard to get what you want. So ignore your Saturn. That's what I'm going to say. Ignore that, ignore that Saturn because you put in so much work, time and effort for that. So congratulations, by the way, too, because I know it took a lot of work and time. Thank you. And it's, it's kind of like, um, and that's it. You know, we work, 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 work. And then it's like, we work to get here. And then once we're here, okay, now what? And that's right. Is I just need to relax, be grateful. I'm grateful for the journey. I appreciate this beautiful house that we live in. And that's right. It's sometimes we need that reflection. See, you're, you're reflecting to me so I can, be more aware. This is great stuff, Josh. Oh, of course. Yeah, I know. I, I just, over the course of like my vacation and the course of like the past month, I've been reading more about this. So like when I saw your chart, I was like, dang, like so many planets are in one house. So you're just like clashing with each other. Um, just to share with myself, like a lot of my planets are in, are also in my second house too. So I have conflicts with me. It's more about how like I spend my money. So I have like a my moon and, and stuff is like, oh, you should not spend money on this, this. And then I have like a goofy side. I mean, it's like, you only live once, you know, like, let's, let's do it, you know? So it's crazy how, like, when it comes to the second house, we're similar, but it, there's like different planets that are in each house. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to share that those couple aspects when it came to your chart, because that really, those really what stood out to me. But Overall, Carrie, I've really appreciated our conversation. Thank you for, again, being so open to share your story when it comes to your book and your journey to where you got in the present moment, even sharing about relationships and all that stuff, and even being open with sharing your chart, because I know it can be a lot. But where can everybody check out your work and check out your book and all that fun stuff? Yeah, so you can go to my website is carrie-schmidt.com. Uh, you can find all my social media links and information on how to work with me. You can even book a complimentary strategy session if you want to know what it's like to kind of work with a life coach or business consultant. Um, and then you can go to Amazon and get Behind the Screen by Carrie Schmidt. Would love for you to read it. And if you do, please leave an honest review. Um, it's available in bookstores as well. If it's not there yet, they will be coming because I just launched the book on June 1st. So I'm so grateful. Thank you for having me, Josh. Thank you for this platform. Thank you for all the listeners. It takes a community. It takes a village. So it's one day at a time, one page at a time, one person at a time. And we can really transform the world and make it a better place. Yeah, definitely, Carrie. And and I'll make sure to put all of the links for your book, whether that's Amazon, even your website in the show description. So that way you guys can all check out Carrie's work and all that fun stuff. And I want to say again, before we wrap everything up, congratulations 
I wish you the best of luck when it comes to your book journey now. Do you have any other projects in the in the woodworks? Are, are you thinking about a second book yet or? No, no, no. Yes, I am. But um, I got to get this one out there to the masses first. So I'm going to do an audible. I'll, I'll, I'll have an audible coming out in a couple months. And um, just know that the system of transformation I teach in the book is really like life changing. But if a reader wants to go further, I offer a supplemental coaching course to master your mindset and heal your soul which takes you deeper into that seven step system, but you can work with me and I can help like go deeper into that program and helping reprogram, you know, and repattern your mind to manifest what you would love. And it works because I've been doing it for 10 years. So, (laughs) but thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Of course. And like I said before, thank you, Carrie, for everything and please stay safe. Thank you. You too. 